You don't remember Dennis Graver? I do remember. I got a couple of books from old Dennis Graver. Actually, all of Get his out. quizzes. I'm serious, man. Really? Yeah. Dennis Graver. Scuba diving, his book, Scuba Diving? No, I don't have that. I have a different one. It's a, qu- a book of his quizzes, I think. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm completely fucking serious. Dennis Graver's 100 Best yeah. Scuba Quizzes. Yep, I got that one. Well, we're going to look at one of them today. That's it. I used to I like to remember, give my, I do remember that I gave book. my students a lot of extra shit. I was like into it. I was into scuba diving instruction back in the day. I loved my you didn't students. Just give them the one, the one manual that goes with the no. Actually, correlating you see, class you gave them. You should see the flash drive of shit I gave the students. It was insane. It's like they're gonna come out of here diving for uh, some kind of institute of diving. <laughs> Brando's Institute of Flash drive scuba. <laughs> oh, I put I put it on a flash drive now because I don't clutter up my computer with old dive quizzes. Back then, information. You just gave them detention when they uh, struggled with a mask. <laughs> they did have detention. You will go to detention. You go. You go to the cafeteria will. and you read fifteen of Dennis Graver's one hundred best <laughs> scuba quizzes and write me a report on it. You will write. I will clear my mask one thousand times on the board. <laughs> I have an excellent book uh, called The uh, Dive Table Workout, The Decompression Dive Table Workout, something to that effect. Oh, that sounds like a great one. It is a great one. The uh, You knew the tables by the end of this bitch, and they, they used all the tables. Like, name a table, they used Yeah, that's pretty people. sweet. I'll have to find it. It's an awesome book. I would give it to every dive student. Of course, not every dive student's getting into diving at the, uh, you know, to the level I feel they should be getting into diving <laughs> I, uh, I sound like a psychopath <laughs> wait 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 are you saying normal people want to learn to scuba dive too <laughs> they just want to dive they don't want to they don't want to alter their lives for it <laughs> they don't want to quit their jobs leave their family head off to a diving school no welcome back to the great dive but single life podcast everybody <laughs> what do you, it's all I need. What are you hinting? My, my dive, my, these my fins. mask, my mask, and these dive tables. It's all these I need. Fins and these fins. The, my mask, these dive tables, and these fins. It's all I need. And any of you call them flippers, and I'll kill you. I also need these goggles. No, this mask. And any of them, any people call them goggles, and I'll kill you. That would be a good. Uh, they should make stripes, but with some kind of diving school. It'd be called one stripe on a one diagonal stripe. angle that's be- white across <laughs> the red background. It's stripe. Did you, ever, <laughs> did you ever see one stripe? That movie is hilarious. On a red background, it's a white stripe. I don't know if Bill Murray. Well, Bill Murray, you know, kind of. He could still do it. He was in the Life Aquatic as a diver. He could probably pull it off. He's a little, he's pushing, pushing the old age a little bit, but he's still hilarious. So, Brando, uh, speaking of good old Dennis Graver, of the whole scuba world, uh, author of many great books like Scuba Diving and Scuba's Best Quizzes and Aquatic Rescue and Safety. Um, I found an old Dennis Graver scuba quiz. So I know you know you were just trying to teach a little bit of buoyancy control over the weekend. I was teaching another essentials class. You know, buoyancy control is a big part of that. And like most people, when they uh, first get that BCD on their body, wearing the old buoyancy compensator, and they get that little inflator in their hand, they have the tendency to want to use that inflator to, to do all of their buoyancy control. Yeah, yeah, but as we all know, and I'm hoping I'm not giving away the show here, but don't give breathing. Away the show. Breathing is buoyancy control with open circuit. Breathing is buoyancy control. I yeah, say really, it with really, me. It's a mantra. Uh, say everybody together. Ready? I actually did have breathing my students say that is breathing control. is buoyancy, buoyancy control because I want it to. I want, I want it to click back click in their brains, in their brains when they're. When they're <laughs> Who are you? Oh, just, wait, wait, James just, T. Kirk. I thought we were saying all it. of this. Are we were saying all this together. Or just breathing no. his voice. Oh, I got confused. No. no, I like it. You know, they're underwater. It'll hit them when they're they're struggling with their buoyancy control. Wait a minute. Breathing is buoyancy control. Yeah, one of the big things that I see with uh, divers of all levels that that finally come to the realization that they really want to take control of themselves in the water 
and they, they come to doing some some different level training than just the just the typical dip and dunk program and they really want to take control of themselves that's one of the hardest things for them to learn is to not to constantly chase that inflator yeah i mentioned that exact same thing about chasing that fucking inflator and i said it like you chase that fucking inflator you're going on a fucking elevator ride up and down up and down you'll never catch it it's faster than you you're a little bitch to the inflator (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a good title of this one you're a little bitch <laughs> okay well listen you know dennis graver said that buoyancy control is perhaps the single most difficult skill to learn in diving major buoyancy adjustments are made with waiting And minor adjustments can be made with breath control, but most adjustments are made with the buoyancy control device, the BC. See how proficient you are in using this very important item of dive equipment. And then he gives us a nice little 10-question quiz. Remember these quizzes back in Skin Diver Magazine back in the day? This was like one of the first sections I went to. These ten questions before you can pass. I would I would always go to the last page, which was the <laughs> lessons the learned. The answers. And then I would go to the quiz. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I'd go to the hot centerfold first. Miss, the Miss newest Driftwood. pair of jet fins. Miss no. Driftwood. <laughs> the newest pair of jet fins. Miss Driftwood. <laughs> Here we go. But I'm gonna say like like in this opening little paragraph that he says, one, he's got he's got a couple of things wrong. Because the yeah. buoyancy control device, as we know it, was not a BC, but rather the BCD. Whoa. The well, BC. It's a buoyancy compensator. Was, yeah, it was just the buoyancy compensator. Although the same thing, it's, it does go to show the difference in thinking when applying the use of the device. True. That's well. That's great. I mean, nomenclature. Words have meanings. Words yeah. have power. So yeah, yeah. And as definitely. he as he's saying here in this, most adjustments are made with the buoyancy control device. And I would say, and I'm pretty sure you would say, that I disagree with that. I would say most of the adjustments are made with the breathing, not just minor adjustments like they were looking at back in the 1980s. Yeah, the basically the buoyant. Again, I hope I'm not giving away the whole fucking program here. But buoyancy compensating device is to offset the change in gas as you breathe it down, and the extra weight needed to overcome like a heavy wetsuit, like a seven mil or a dry suit or something to that effect. But well, yeah. that's what it's really there for. It's not there for controlling your buoyancy at depth. Once you get it set, you control it really with your breathing. Am I am, am I making sense? I hope. Yeah, you're making great sense. The uh, the when your tanks are completely full of gas, that buoyancy compensator needs to hold the weight of that gas in it, you know, so that yeah. you're you're not too heavy. But as you breathe the gas out of the tanks, and the tanks become super lightweight compared to when they were full, and they gain buoyancy, really at the end of the dive, that that. BCD is not really holding any more weight underwater. If you've got a thick wetsuit on, it has to compensate for that. Yeah. It needs to float you when you're on the surface. But during the dive, if anything, you're just letting gas out little bit by little bit as you breathe the gas out of the tanks. Exactly. Son of a bitch, we gave it all away. We together. gave away the whole fucking <laughs> right show. At the beginning. Well, thanks for tuning in, folks. Do people do they week. still say tuning in since you don't Damn really Skippy. tune in? Thanks for uh listening. Damn Skippy, damn Skippy. <laughs> See, it's fun to say damn Skippy, isn't it? It is, it is. I'm going I'm to start doing the catchphrase. From you now. need a catchphrase. Every, Darn tootin'. Every show needs a gimmick. <laughs> Darn tootin'. So, Brando, I thought it would be fun to take this quiz together with the people of the Great Dive Podcast. Let's do that. What happens if... Uh, because, you know, we the last well couple of weeks have been kind of been a little serious talking about panic and, and a, a story about somebody dying. That's yeah, yeah, it can bring you down. Let's try so, to bring them back up yeah, with a nice exactly, buoyancy exactly. 
quiz. And I, and I know, uh, you know, we were a little crass with making jokes along the way last episode, but we, we weren't laughing at the poor guy. No. Kevin, no, that, no. That, that parish. We were just laughing at the comedy of errors that was going on that unfortunately still takes place yeah. so often. That is the source of the humor is the um, the thing that it's, it's still going on. It's funny, but it's not funny. If you don't laugh at, you know, the tragedy of life to a certain degree, you're, you'll go crazy, man. Come on. Chill out. Relax. Hey, nobody yeah, gets out time. alive, man. Nobody. That's right. So. It's, and it's time for it's time for relaxing because, hey, it is, it is <laughs> fall is upon us. And not just any fall, Brando. It is fresh ball fall. Oh, fresh ball fall. Fresh They're not ball smooth. Fall. They're fresh now. Listen, you can't be uh, get, going to get that pumpkin spice latte and uh, not be thinking about fresh ball falls. You roll up to the you roll up to the quarry, getting ready to teach a class. You got your pumpkin spice latte from CC at Gilboa Grinds and fresh balls. That's what you can be sure of. That Brando's got. Oh, here we go. And he is definitely in the festive spirit. He's got a little candle going at the. Do you see Brando's little tent he had over there teaching class this weekend? Had pumpkin spice candles everywhere, and he was making sure that all of his students that their balls looked nice with the help of today's sponsor, Manscaped. Nature may clear the leaves of their trees, but you're going to need some manscaping to help you get ready for that sweater <laughs> weather this year, people. So get your pants puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim as refreshing as a ball as a fall breeze on those balls <laughs> by going to manscaped.com using our code TGDP with 20% off plus free shipping. I was wearing my flannel undergarments this weekend, cozy socks, and some nice trim balls. That's uh, Well, it's good to have trim balls, and it's good to have uh, uninjured trim balls because it can be dangerous, but... Not with that lawnmower 4.0. Hell no. No. Safety, Safety is first. of utmost concern when you're uh, trimming the berries. <laughs> it, uh, that Can we call them berries? Technology <laughs> trimming the pumpkins. nicks and cuts to make uh, raking your leaves a lot less painful, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Bring in the fall right, everybody, and get 20% off for free shipping with the code TGDP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with the code TGDP as the leaves fall. Make sure you have it all with Manscaped. Brando, I got the quiz for you. Hit me with that quiz, baby. Ten questions. People of the uh, Great Dive Podcast, tune in. Uh, what's your over-under on Brando's, uh, on Brando's quiz, quiz results? Is he, uh, is he a six? Is he a seven? I'm uh, watching the, the votes are tallying. I, I just got a nine. Somebody thinks you're going to pull off a nine, Brando. A one. Somebody gave you a one? Excellent. I like that. <laughs> somebody, Wait, somebody, that must be my wife. I shouldn't say ten. that. That's evil. Sorry, honey. No, no, it was, it was, it was probably that uh, same, uh, same one star review we got. Oh yeah, gallows humor and our. Oh, uh, we need to focus more. Focus more on content, Brando. And well, those of you who have given five star, five star reviews to the Great Dive Podcast. Uh, send us another one. Uh, don't forget over there, Apple Podcasts uh, rating and review. Remember, Brando likes a five star or or a one star. None of that three star shit. Don't be wishy washy with commit. us. Commit. Yeah. Either you love us or you hate us, and we're fine with either one. And but then you got to tell us why. Don't just throw a rating. I hate them. Don't just throw a one star rating and not tell us why you're giving a one star. And it better be pertinent to the show. Not. Yeah. Well. Not because you don't like our Manscaped commercial. <laughs> That's got nothing to do with it. I hate them because I ain't them. There you go. There you go. Brando, question number one. Question Wait. number one. Do, 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 do. It's a great dive quiz show. It's a great dive podcast quiz show. It's a great dive podcast quiz show. It's a great dive podcast quiz show. Again, you were you were in a band. <laughs> I could have been in a band, I think, now. I was worried I didn't have the chops for it. I didn't have the lyrical mindset. But now, it's I, called I a feel ditty. confident. It's called a ditty. It's a little ditty. Do what ditty. Yeah. Yeah. I am the hey, Barry Manilow of scuba diving podcasts. You know, Barry Manilow, a lot of people, he takes a lot of 
crap, but he wrote a lot of songs. He wrote the oh, songs yeah, yeah. that make the young girls cry, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but uh, he wrote a lot of songs. People don't even realize Barry Manilow was the author of that particular melody. Him and uh, there's another uh, another guy. He's uh, His daughter's married to uh, Jason Bateman, Paul Anka. He's another one who wrote so many songs people don't realize that he was the actual writer. Not to get, not to take this fucking quiz off on a tangent. You're going off on a tangent. <laughs> I am. I am, but he was uh he wasn't bad, old Barry. Like I say, no. he, he he gets a lot of takes a lot of crap. No, he uh, he wrote a lot of the uh uh he wrote famous, famous ditties, like a good famous, neighbor, uh, like commercials, commercials. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. I'm stuck yeah, yeah, on Band Aid. Uh, Holy shit! Yeah, he did them for McDonald's and. You deserve a break Band-Aids today. And- you deserve a break today. Was Barry Manilow? Yeah, I do deserve a break today. Thank you, Barry. Thank he wrote you so he wrote a lot of those little jingles to boot. You and just judging by. I'm going to call you James Manilow but you know from what? now But on. you know what he didn't write, Brando? He Barry didn't write Mon. the Great Dive Podcast Quiz Show. <laughs> I know, but he he very well could have. It's in the same caliber as, you know, I'm stuck on Band-Aid and Band-Aid's stuck on me. That That's pretty darn close to what we're dealing with here out of the uh, Barry Mott, James Manilow crowd. All right, Brando, are you ready? Top answers on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're making whoopee. <laughs> what? <laughs> to locate the inflator deflator hose on a BC underwater, do you A, keep the end of the hose secured so you'll know where to find it? B, allow the hose to float above you so you'll know where to find it? C, Reach for the hose at the point where it attaches to the BC and follow the hose to the end. Or D, store the inflation deflation hose end in the pocket of the BCD when the hose is not in use. Well, first, I know this question, this question's really like, uh, are we having a problem? Well, I'm going to say you got to watch out. In open water classes with this BCD inflator and that snorkel hanging down the left side of your face. They're confused quite often. A lot. And it's a major obstacle to, uh, to the students developing that muscle memory of being able to get right to their their BCD inflators, deflators. Absolutely. Right? I mean, you get, I mean, I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen over the years people trying to dump air out of their snorkel yeah to descend oh yeah i mean then you add to this the little um inflator alternate air source deals right and and i've seen a lot of people uh purging a lot of gas out of their cylinder (laughs) while trying to dump air out of the bcd so that they can you got that you got that you you in and an actual, you know, out of air depletion exercises, out of air exercises, uh, they're going to their snorkel instead of their alternate air source, which which happens to double as their inflator deflator on their BCD. So they're and, going and to the their snorkel, snorkel at depth. The snorkel doesn't work below the surface no. of the water very well. Come on, peeps. No. What about have you ever seen anybody orally inflate their snorkel? Oh, well, that's a good one. I have yet, I have yet to see that, but it's. I can see it happening. I could see it happening. That's just one. I've, I've usually, you know, had to cut the exercise before it went south too far. Now the, I mean, one of the issues is most of the standard inflators and most, you know, over the counter BCDs that are hanging in most shops. That inflator hose is so long. On most of them, yeah, because the only way that they're you're being taught to dump gas out of a BCD is, you know, lifting that hose so high above your head all the time. Right, right. In reality, the 
about the only time you really use that is at the surface when you're about to begin your descent, right? You're in vertical position. All the gas is at the shoulder area of your BCD. And that's where the hose connects to the BCD. So you, you, you're, vertical, you're vertically inclined right there. Just lift up the inflator over your head, give it a couple of squirts of gas, and you should start to sink on exhalation. Yeah, it would, it would make sense to yeah. just allow physics to work to your advantage because the bubble is right there at your shoulder anyway. Nah, let's let's fight this a little bit. Let's now a let's... lot of the BCDs have that little Velcro strap that's holding them, you know, down and in place around the middle of your chest. But so many, you know, divers and dive instructors I know over the years, I remember it was a real popular thing back uh, in my shop where I grew up. The instructors would just disconnect that Velcro because it the the students had a hard time getting the you know the air out of the shoulder down the Velcro and then back up out of the inflator, so they would just disconnect it and i think that's kind of where this question comes from is if you need to locate that inflation deflation hose on the bcd what should you do well my my answer would be keep it secured all the time but (laughs) but (laughs) i know if you let me finish i know they were going to say you know reach up and follow it back because just like you said, a lot of instructors are just like, don't attach it where it should be. Let, like, let it float around. Um, not my thing. I wouldn't do that. As a matter of fact, start teaching the students at that point. You have more than one way to deflate a BCD, right? So when vertical, you use that. Put it, lift it up over your head and begin your descent by exhaling and uh, letting some gas out. When you get horizontal underwater there's usually a rear dump and uh right you know and if, mo- if you're already horizontal and the bubbles back there just use that yeah one. yeah just reach back and in a good bcd will understand left hand is for buoyancy control so your rear dump will be on your left side and even if like i mean a lot of the 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 big production bcds out there nowadays i mean they're they're sitting there with five or more dump valves right. them, a lot of them nowadays you know i mean they got a what's the problem with the that tradition. james what's the, the problem with that wait i a chapter two it said more, more solutions <laughs> the better you also got to look at each one of these points as a failure possible if you got a turbo descend brando you have to turbo descend. if you if yeah. you if you've ever if you've never done a turbo <laughs> descent where you're I've dumping out it. of three dump valves at the same it's time it's also called the the lawn dart descent as you will plant yourself in the mud like a lawn dart <laughs> right so i know i gave the wrong answer but the right answer according to dennis graver and the bc use category quiz is reach for the hose at the point where it attaches to the BC and follow the hose to the end. So you got to reach behind your your head, grab grab where it attaches, and follow it down. Ding 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 ding. Interesting. Interesting. There you go. Yes, yes. Well, so don't when you need to find the inflation deflation hose that that valve that inflator valve. Don't try to reach for the valve itself, but start at the base where it's connected okay. to the jacket shoulder and come down to the end of the hose. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. I've always kind of taught muscle memory, but I, I guess, yeah. I mean, that makes sense, too, to a certain degree. And that's what, I mean, back when I taught about a snorkel, that's how I used to, you know, combat that is if you if you need your snorkel, reach to your mask, mask right. follow your mask to your mask strap and go to the side and grab your snorkel. If you need to reach for your BCD grab your shoulder, grab the strap of the shoulder, and come down to it. I taught kind of the same thing. I was more like, though, if you need your snorkel, get out of the water, go put your snorkel on your mask, and go snorkeling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very good. Now, this this second question, second top answers on the board, uh, we got... uh, (laughs) We got antiquated, <laughs> antiquated pieces of diving equipment for $900, Alex. Go ahead. To activate a CO2 cartridge on a BC, Brando. Yes. Now, now you should probably tell the, the kids out there who are like, what CO2 are cartridge. these old grandpas talking about here? A, a, a CO2 what? Explosives, basically. Rapidly expanding gas 
explosive. It's like a mini scuba tank. It's a, but uh, basically it was CO two compressed into a tiny little cylinder, like uh, about three, yep. three to three and a half inches long, uh, inch diameter maybe three quarters inch diameter that they they would screw into your BCD. Uh, as Maybe a, down like inside a pocket. Yeah, they had a little, with a little pocket. Yeah, actuator that could yeah. pop that cartridge open. Exactly, a little string with a little ball at the end of it, much like your uh, deflator on your rear, on a, on a, or even on your chest nowadays. But anyway, it had a little ball on a string, and you would pull it, and it would actuate. It would, it would <laughs> puncture that CO two cartridge, and it was attached to the BCD, so it would fill up the BCD, which. May not be a great, great, great thing. I guess it goes to show you what the mindset was, was you're going to find yourself out of gas at some point. Everything's going to fail all at once, and you will need to uh, shoot to the surface, eject yourself out of the water. (laughs) It's like eject button, isn't it? It kind of was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're at 100 feet of water, it's going to be a puff of gas in there. But, I mean, mostly for gaining a little positive buoyancy at the surface, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately. But, yeah, still, I mean, the, so much of the, the thinking back in the early days of scuba was get to the surface as quick as you can if something goes wrong. Yeah. Well, to actuate that CO2 cartridge on a BC, Brando, do you, A, pull down firmly and repeatedly on the cord until the cartridge fires? Cussing profusely. Uh, B, pull down and side to side on the cord until the cartridge fires. C, give one firm yank on the cord. Then abandon the effort if the cartridge doesn't fire. Or D, pull upward firmly and repeatedly on the cord until the cartridge fires. You know, I learned on one of these things right you, you learned think, on a co2 cartridge i had a co2 cartridge in in every bcd i i during my class yeah we had we had one in there they most of them were plugged at the time of you know oh, because they yeah, were yeah. so problematic right but we did on the last night of class let's pop do this pop co2 cartridges yeah. just for fun yeah let's do this just for fun in the pool <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so I can't even, I'm, I'm trying to recall, because even in the class, I don't recall talking about it very much like all of the little intricacies they're describing or Dennis is describing. It was more like up at the surface, pull it to keep your head above water, right? Right. Um, but but to pull it down firmly and repeatedly is, is prob. I'm, I'm thinking probably not a good answer, because it... it if it's going to go, it should go. So just yank, 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 yank. Well, I think sometimes they got stuck a little bit, but, you know. Right, right. So you got to pull, a, give them a, 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 good, a, a good yank, but don't, I would not say abandon the effort. I would say keep trying. Maybe it just needs a little help, a little convincing. And then um, probably, like, go side to side on it. I don't know. That would be my best guess out of all of these. I'm, I'm, I'm going by process of elimination, not by, like, yeah, one seems like a great answer, like the right answer. Ding, 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 ding. And the answer is yes, B, pull down and side to side on the cord until the cartridge starts. The side to side being, like, if it is a little stuck, yanking on it repeatedly is probably just making it worse but but giving a little side to side wiggle because it was a very you know simple mechanical device it wasn't like a precisionly engineered tool the the old co2 actuator you mean like the rest of the scuba equipment back then it wasn't (laughs) it it was no air mctoodle let me tell you this was a very primitive primitive device yeah yeah yeah, it was a which little. Is, which is part of the problem with the like over the years, the actual actuating pin would just get so rusted and, and corroded that it would and, yeah, it would yeah, just yeah. disintegrate as it hit the face of the cartridge itself, and, and nothing would fire. But so the the pin would just disintegrate. Yeah, but the BCD looked cool. Looked a lot cooler than they do now. 
How many grams of CO2 are you diving with today? Here we go. Okay, well, that's another one really not... I mean, I got it right, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know about this quiz. What do you think about this quiz so far? Well, you know, for uh, this is a... Again, it's it's a bit dated, but I think there's some fun fun stuff in here. I mean, and I, sure. I think, you know, some more quizzes. I, I, what I liked about these quizzes is they were a little bit more realistic in the field, more so than just yeah. you know the 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 exam and quizzes. You know, for getting through the scuba curriculum, I, I liked the the scuba quiz that good old Dennis Graver used to do in the Skin Diver magazines because it was a little bit more real life kind of stuff. Well, exactly. I mean, that's his his little book of our hundred quizzes. That's the thing that kind of throws you off is they are very real life. They are not book oriented. Like the answer in the book was this. They are more about, well, in real life, you have to do this, this and this. All right, Brando. Question number three. Big bucks. <clears throat> no whammies. Big bucks. Big bucks. No, no whammies. whammies. When adding air to the BC underwater. When adding air to the BC underwater, it is best to A, add less air than you think will be needed. B, add the exact, uh, estimated exact, <laughs> amount of air you think will be needed. Exact C, and estimated are, are opposites. No, 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 no. Add the exact parentheses estimated amount of air you think will be needed. Or C, add more than the amount of air you think will be needed. Or D, all of the above. Exhale deeply <laughs> to compensate for the increase in buoyancy which will take place. So do I add less than I think? The estimated exact amount I'm going to need, more than I think I'm going to need, or do I exhale deeply and compensate for the change of buoyancy? Well, this this one's almost a no-brainer, but you, you want to add do, le- do, less do, than do, what you do, want. Do, okay, and the, do, other, do, the other side do, of that, okay, do, okay, do, I'm do, answering. Do, you don't play the music over the guy answering. <laughs> If I'm sitting there thinking, trying to write something down, I'll take uh, I'll take George Goebel for the for the block. Um, <laughs> people don't even know who George Goebel is. No, for the block. For the block, yeah, it's to Hollywood Squares, baby. Um, yeah, you you add less than what you think, and you also when you're adding, you you just do a little puffs. Don't don't lay on that inflator, man. Do not lay on that inflator. Well, there you go, because uh, that's that's one thing that you know was an issue, right? The uh, in really cold water, breathing heavy, hammering the inflator at the same time, putting gas in a dry suit—that's a lot of, lot of gas moving through that first stage. Right, and it gets cold inside that first stage, and things freeze, and then they freeze open, and it, it'll just start adding gas without you um, being able to stop it. And that's a good—I mean, that's one of the skills in the uh, open water course we were working on last week was. To, you know, disconnecting your uh, inflator hose and when you might have to do that. And surprisingly, people struggle at it. You know, it takes a little uh, practice. Can you disconnect your inflator hose super quick? You probably can because you've been diving for a few years. But most oh, well, people I know, I know cannot. It's, yeah. it's not an easy one to do. No, especially like, in dry un- gloves or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a. I mean, a lot of those inflators. I mean, it really all depends. And this is something that you can consider. I mean, you can buy, you know, word to the wise, different inflator hoses that have a different fitting on the end of yeah. it that are a lot easier. You to can just reach change down the fitting, pop, too. and just, and just yeah. like change. Yeah, you can just change that out. Yeah, dry like one that are made for kind of made for dry gloves. They have a the knurled. Uh, the quick release end is um, a little bit bigger. Sometimes it's uh, it's shaped. You know, uh, what what would you call that shape anyway? It's it's shaped so you've got a little bit to grab onto. But yeah, it's one of those things that isn't practiced very often. But when you need to do it, it you can struggle at it. 
Right, and if the BCD is, you know, inflator is constantly inflating, and you're messing with that, you're, you, you've, you've yeah. got to work against it, dumping yeah. gas, or you know, if if you're using a, an an outside source, you know, like multiple valves, I mean, you could yeah, you shut, shut down, down. The, the the source and switch mm-hmm. to, you know, a different post if need be. But something's got to take place, otherwise, next stop, surface penthouse elevator going up. The answer is A, add less air yeah. than you think will be needed. I, I got that one right. I think I'm going to give myself credit for that one. Now, wh- what he's saying, he says, is there is a delay in the effect of buoyancy underwater. Since water is 800 times denser than air, and since it presents resistant to movement through it, it's necessary to wait a few seconds after a buoyancy adjustment to note its effect. Beginning divers don't seem to perceive this, which <laughs> contributes to their buoyancy problems. What we have here is a know. failure to communicate. I don't know what I got to say to get it through your <laughs> thick wetsuit hood. <laughs> but for the love of God, add air less than you would think you would need because water is 800 times denser. And this is, I mean, as you get more experience in the water... I mean, you, you know how to regulate your breathing along with the hitting of the inflator button to just hammer it home right away, you know, uh, as needed and adjust breathing on the fly. And if, and if your breathing seems like really stressed one way or the other in order to control your buoyancy, the, the, then you tweak it with the BCD. BCD is about tweaking. It's not about laying on it and keeping it fully inflated. And, and again, another thing, you, it's one of the ways you can tell if someone's overweighted. Their BCD is fully inflated. And just remember, slight fluctuations at depth with a fully inflated BCD equal great changes in gas volume. So you're, they, you have a, a much more magnified effect on the uh, buoyancy. I'd like to buy a vowel, James. I'd like to buy a vowel. All right. You want to buy a vowel. How about this vowel? Which of the following statements regarding low-pressure inflators for BCDs, Brando, is false? False. By false, do you mean not true? Top, top four answers are on the board. <laughs> when okay. using... Okay, Richard Dawson. <laughs> when using a low-pressure inflator, air should be added to the BCD in short bursts underwater. That's that a, false uh, that's that a, a true false statement. statement? No. That's a true statement. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I think we just said that, yeah. A, a diver who runs out of air at depth and surfaces will be unable to inflate the BC with the inflator. Well, Is that a, is that a false no, statement? No, that's a damn true statement. If they truly ran out of air at depth, they don't have any air. They may have a little bit of gas in there, but it's really not going to work for very much. If they ran out of air. Did they run out of air? Hmm. Well, let's read the other. Let, let's. The use of low pressure inflators is recommended by instructional agencies and will eventually become mandatory equipment. Is that a false statement? No, that's a From true statement. That's a true statement. D. All of the above. All of the above statements gonna, are true. Yeah, they're all pretty much true. Well, old Dennis Graver disagrees with you. <laughs> what did he say? He says it's answer B. A diver who runs out of air at the depth and surfaces will be unable to inflate the BCD with the low-pressure inflator is false because as the air becomes available while increasing his depth or uh, increasing <laughs> yeah. upon ascent to the yeah. surface and the pressure releases, there could be enough air to inflate the BCD upon reaching the surface. Well, I think that's not a good answer. I would agree with you. That's a bit of a stretch. It's A, it's a bit of a stretch. It's not much gas in there. 145 PSI over ambient. That's where you lost it. It's 15 PSI per 33 feet. He says that tests have proven that a diver out of air below 30 feet can still inflate a BCD with the low-pressure inflator 
after surfacing. I, I think there'll be some air. I agree. But also what we teach to students as well is completely contradictory to what he's saying right here. Because you have an out of air, you get up to the surface, and you orally inflate. That's And that should be kind of it. The other side of it is a lot of times the out of air is like a free flow or something. By the time you get up there, the free flow has no gas left. It's already okay, negated. It's, that, that Right. So thinking you're going to rely on that is a bit crazy i would agree with i would agree with you but if i'm wrong according to dennis who's gonna get that can the answer be challenged judges Uh, oh yeah yeah we challenge that answer all right brando hit me we asked 100 women which of the following practices will help prevent water from entering a bc is it a use of a purge type mouthpiece for oral inflation is it b not holding the exhaust valve open any longer than necessary. Yes. C, pointing the deflator hose mouthpiece downward while deflating the BC. Or D, all of the above. <laughs> See, I know he's going to go with all, all of the above. D, all of the above. And I'm going to stick to my guns here, and I'm going to say that if you hold the exhaust, that's mainly the way water gets in there. If you if you hold it too long, right? If you're just holding and holding it, you've let all the gas out, and you keep it open, and you keep descending a little. That's going to let water in. very common for, for new divers, right? This is why you have to teach. Yeah. This is why you have to teach new divers at the end of the day of diving. You got to orally inflate the BCD, hold it upside down, hit the dump valve so that you can drain all the water back out of the BCD. But you look at a, a, a good, experienced diver that's, you know, understands buoyancy control. When they do that, a, a dribble of water comes out. Of the BCD, not blah 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 blah. Right when you dump out water out of the BCD and it's cups, if not gallons of water, come pouring out of the BCD. That's because yeah, you're you're hitting that dump button and holding it down long after the bubble has escaped, or you're in a position where the bubble is not there, where you're trying to dump gas from, and water is just pouring back into the jacket. Okay, so they've got pointing the deflator hose mouthpiece downward while deflating the BC. How is gas even coming out if you're pointing the hose down? Well, again, so, I mean, this is back in the 80s when everybody was (laughs) diving way too much weight. And there's probably a strong positive pressure of gas inside that BCD. You know what I mean? You hit the button. Which then it wouldn't matter. So you create a little... But it wouldn't matter then whether it's down or up. If you hit it, it's overpressurized. It's going to the bubble. Gas the the yeah. gas is going to come. Right? right. I don't know. So yeah, I don't. I'm going to challenge that one too. <laughs> Sorry, Dennis. Different times. They were he definitely says water different times. inside your BC is not desirable. Salt water is bad, but pool water is especially undesirable. Learn the tricks of keeping water out of your flotation device, and you'll have fewer maintenance problems. Some BCs with low-pressure inflators have special dump valves that minimize the problem. D, all of the above, was his answer. But, I mean, I can't tell you, like, the the last time I've seen an inflator that has a (laughs) purge-type valve... In it. I can see a lot of problems with an inflator with a purge type valve. Wait, you mean making of the inflator more and more and more complex? Yeah. And adding more and more features to it is going to make it a, uh, a maintenance nightmare and more likely to have problems? Yeah. I would even argue with the salt water versus pool water. Salt water's a bitch to Way think. worse. Way worse agree. than pool Way. water. What if you're diving a what if you're diving a salt water pool? Oh, double whammy. You got me. <laughs> I don't know if we're helping Dennis sell any more of his books because right now I'm like, I don't know, Dan. All right. Number six. During most shore entries and exits, the BC should A, be deflated for increased mobility. B, be about half inflated for some buoyancy. Or C, be fully inflated for maximum buoyancy. D... None of the above. 
for a shore <laughs> entry and exit. You don't do anything with it. A shore, a shore entry, entry or exit. I'm going to put a, a little bit of gas in there, about half inflated. They don't have a little bit, but. And yes, that is the answer, right? Holy ding, 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 shit, ding, ding, we right, agreed right, on something. You got something. one correct. You, you don't want the BCD empty. Right? No, whole, if you trip, if you trip is, and yeah, you, you so go you underwater. Afloat. Yeah, yeah. You're going down. You if know, it's, it's heavy. fully inflated, it's you too can't uncomfortable move, yeah. and you're too unstable and you're fighting it the whole entire time. But again, this is a, an issue that if you're not properly weighted, you're going to have an issue with the amount of gas that's in that BCD. And the, the, the real trick there, what we know and teach today, is you have to be properly weighted so that you're not totally dependent and relying on that bcd to be a big obnoxious bag of gas yeah and this surprises me about this uh this quiz because just prior to this period was no bcds you were properly weighted and it was crucial because you didn't want to be swimming like a mother all the time at the same oh, time sure. try to be neutral with just your lungs down at depth this is why like now that every car has gps in it you don't need to know how to read a map <laughs> or you don't need you don't need to figure out your directions you know get an idea of where you're going beforehand you just hit go it made us very very weak in the initial changeover yeah but eventually you end up going back to that manual old way at least the philosophy behind the manual old way right of knowing where you are knowing what you're doing and in this case with waiting being properly weighted being properly weighted brando we asked 100 disgruntled scuba instructor men <laughs> who hate who hate snorkels when you're underwater on a dive for their, to- for their top answers, when snorkeling on the surface with a front-mounted BC, the device should be A, fully deflated to reduce drag, B, about one-third to one-half inflated for some buoyancy, C, fully inflated for buoyancy and visibility, or D, none of the above. I- I'm going to say fully deflated. When you're snorkeling on the yeah, surface. Yeah, yeah. I snorkel without one of those things, and I stay on the surface pretty damn easily. And I sink. I'm a rock for the most part. You're a sinker. But I know he's not going to agree with this because we're going to have some silly-ass answer now. <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever. He says the answer is B, about one-third to one-half inflated for some buoyancy. But how do you get no, down? No, not, how not, do you get down to, to do your snorkeling? Well, you're snorkeling at the surface. I know, but the idea behind snorkeling is you're at the surface breathing through a tube because you can float about two inches underwater. And then when you see something cool or you want to go explore something, you do a surface dive, hold your breath, and you go swim around. And then you come back up without having to surface again, pop just a snorkel up and purge it and continue the swim, keeping your eyes and head underwater. That's snorkeling. But but what if you're a diver snorkeling on the surface heading out to a dive site? So you're in full scuba gear, and you have your snorkel. And this is why why we asked 100 disgruntled open-water scuba instructors males who don't like using snorkels underwater (laughs) on a diver exactly (laughs) that's exactly why they all said this question is irrelevant if they're in scuba all right brando reef diving for 200 give me some reefer the answer is when this occurs on a dive it is best to vent the bcd control lung volume and flare out Brando. What is an uncontrolled ascent? Judges, judges, judges. We will accept that answer. Okay. Damn it. Dennis Graver said, after you rise and swim over a reef, you realize you are floating rapidly to the surface from excessive buoyancy. The correct action is to, yes, vent the BCD, control lung volume, and flare out. Obviously, you want to vent out the BCD. You got to make sure you're not holding your breath if you're uncontrollably shooting right. to the surface. And the flare out is just to, to give you a, your uh, body a drag. little bit more surface area, mm. a little bit more drag. Yeah, yeah, and slow that ascent down as much as you can, and so you get horizontal and you flare out. And you should be horizontal anyway, though. Brando, this next question, uh, we're, we we should be doing this with uh, you know 
Plinko? The, uh, the million dollar Plinko? pyramid. Million dollar pyramid style. So you've got like. Uh, like oh, it's million help. dollar now? It used to be $10,000. pyramid. $10,000 Inflation, pyramid. though. So you got, you the got quadrillion dollar pyramid. <laughs> you can buy a loaf of bread. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep giving you you know the some clues, but I can't say what it is. So we're gonna, we're gonna but you got to figure out what the question's about. Okay. 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 I'm gonna try. Um, you've got uh, wait thirty seconds. Thirty seconds 30 on the clock. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got thirty seconds on the clock. Uh, can you get this answer? And Go, not on the bottom. Uh, uh, put air in. Positive, boiling, buoyant, uh, buoyant. Uh, add air. You're floating. Uh, You're positive buoyancy. Uh, adjustments, adjustments. Breathing. Uh, Bre- uh, not too how, much. Not too over. Don't overweight. How do you uh, control vent, buoyancy? Vent. Twenty-three seconds. You just got it. To achieve neutral buoyancy underwater. To achieve neutral buoyancy underwater. He says that uh, we a adjust for neutral buoyancy at the surface and add one breath to the BC for each fifteen feet of depth. B was add air to the BCD until you just begin to rise in the water after exhaling. C, vent air from the BC while exhaling slowly until you just begin to sink. D, adjust the BC volume until you begin rising when inhaling slowly and sinking when exhaling slowly. And the answer was D, to to adjust. Well, yeah, you said the answer. All right. Brandon, what was your favorite Price is Right game? Plinko, probably. Mine was the, the wheel. The wheel, yeah. The wheel. I still like, yeah. You like the noise of the wheel? Okay, top bids for this uh, category. Top bids? I, I'm, let top it all ride. For this, let it uh, ride. This, this, this set of brand new neon yellow I'm split fins. Bet one dollar. Uh, it comes $1. with a set of one dollar, and uh, the correct answer is two hundred and forty-nine dollars. <laughs> Brando, you are the winner. Step right up. Step right up. Finally, I get my own split fins. <laughs> Here's your question: Which of the following differences apply to oral inflation of the BC underwater? As compared to oral inflation at the surface, do you understand <laughs> the question? I do. O- I believe I oral do. Oral inflation anyway. underwater as compared to the surface. Is the answer A, air is inhaled from the regulator underwater and from the atmosphere at the surface? Is it B, the BC mouthpiece is cleared of water underwater, but not at the surface. C, much more air is put into the BC at the surface than is put into it underwater. Or your favorite D, <laughs> all of the above. My favorite, all of the above. I know underwater, you have to get gas from your regulator. You're not going to pull gas from the water. So you have to breathe from your regulator and then exhale it into your BCD. On the would surface, you, like, you... Would you like to phone a friend? I, can I phone? I don't have any friends. <laughs> so can I, can I ask the audience? Have yeah, a bunch of can, people you screaming. Can, you can and uh, the audience, audience, make what's your votes. The, uh, what's the uh, other uh, lifeline you got? <laughs> audience is heavily voting D right now. All of the above. I can't go so with you the can audience. Either, you can no. either believe the audience. I don't believe. Or you the can audience. make your own decision. I think the audience wants me to lose. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to go with uh, what's the, what's my other lifeline? Do I have left? I can flip a coin. You can phone a friend. You can uh, uh, ask the audience, or you can go to your open water scuba manual. Those are your three <laughs> lifelines. Uh, I'm just gonna 
take a wag. No, I I know the answer is A. It's you inhale it from your a, regulator. Air is inhaled yeah. from the regulator underwater and from the atmosphere at the surface. Right. A. Right. That's your, the answer you're gonna I'm pick going to. I'm going with A. 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 Is that Alex. your final answer? Yeah, I think so. You're gonna go with A. Alpha. A. Air is inhaled from the regulator underwater when you're trying to orally inflate the BCD. But from the atmosphere air when you're at the surface. <laughs> yes. You're trying to inflate the BCD. Yes. A. Yes. That's your final answer. That's my answer. Not B, the BC mouthpiece is cleared of water underwater, but not at the surface. No. So not B. Not B. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Not B is your final answer? For the love of all that is holy. If you say it's not B, it could still be C. A is not B. (laughs) Yes, A is the final answer, and it is the correct answer. Air is inhaled from your regulator when you're underwater, duh, and from the atmosphere when you're at the surface. Yes. Well, Brando, you, sir, passed. Did I pass with my uh, silly-ass answers? The uh, Dennis Graver scuba quiz from from May of 1982. That's from the 80s, and it was that like was from that? the 80s. Yeah. That's why we had 80s game show theme. Yeah, well, the 80s game shows are pretty much the same game shows <laughs> there now. He says a great deal of safety hinges on buoyancy control. That's why it is very important to be proficient in the separate skills pertaining to it. Buoyancy control skills are sometimes taken for granted because the concept is so simple. Add air if you're heavy and exhaust air if you're buoyant. But while the concept is simple, the application of it is not. Knowledge, practice, training, and experience are all necessary. I feel that better buoyancy control skills would substantially increase diving safety. Instructors are encouraged to to devote more training in their courses to this important ability, and divers are urged to learn more about it if buoyancy control poses problems on a regular basis. I'd agree. You know, and I mean, this is back in the day when you didn't even talk about neutral buoyancy till halfway through the class. You know, you oh, now that we've done all these skills, you know, we're going to start trying to pivot off the tips of our fins. You know, we've already set the base of doing all the skills negatively on the buoyant. So I would say that that led to a lot of the issues with buoyancy control overall because, I mean, it was just a little thing that we threw in, you know, towards the end of the class back in the day. Yeah, it is not nice to see that it's uh, more uh, in the spotlight than it used to be, for sure. And well, he's got a great point. Like uh, buoyancy control seems like it'd be simple. You know, you add some gas to get buoyant. You let out some gas to get negatively buoyant, right? And um, you want to be neutral while you're swimming. But uh, you know, just for example, like ascents and descents, they're kind of counterintuitive. Right. You're doing the opposite of what you would would think you should be doing. Right. Right. So you know, on the descent, you 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 of course. You let some gas to get the descent going, you let some gas out. But once the descent starts going, you're adding gas to compensate for the depth and the uh, compression on your suit. And and uh, you're going to start picking up speed if you don't add gas in little puffs. And then vice versa on the way up, right? So you're swimming along, it's time to ascend. You give the signal, everybody returns the signal. You're neutral in horizontal position, so you just inhale and raise your chest up a little. And you should start that slow rise. Yeah, and you let you let physics do the work to get you to the surface. Rather than dumping it all and then swimming your ass off up the line, you know, just, yeah, a little bit of an inhale, gas starts expanding, the suit starts expanding, and you basically just keep venting off to just to control right. the speed. Exactly. And you just give a couple little puffs out here and there as you're ascending. And, um, yeah, it's that simple. But... Well, thanks. It was really great to be here. I'm donating all of my winnings to divers without homes, homeless divers. I got. I'm donating my twenty five thousand dollars for coming in second place to children divers of the world. Divers who need lovers. It's a dating app. It's in the process of being developed. It's a startup. I'm donating all of my money to that. It's called uh, Finster. (laughs) (laughs) Only Fins. (laughs) 
All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning into the Great Dive Podcast Quiz Show. 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 Oh, brother. <laughs> okay. Damn Skippy. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. What?